A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Let's Do the Right Thing in association with RadioWorks. Presented and curated by Adam Hopkinson. This is the LDTRT podcast, brought in conjunction with Passion Media and RadioWorks. It was set up to tell the story of leaders in media industries and focusing on their journeys and motivations. I myself launched a media agency last year, Passion, to focus on fashion, entertainment and leisure verticals. And I've had loads of great advice in doing so. In fact, a lot of it from guests on this podcast. And I'm still on a mission to gather the best advice. So with that in mind... I'm really psyched today to be talking to Andrew Goldsmith, the MD of Adelicious. Adelicious is a premium podcast hosting, monetization, and production service? Not yet, but there is ambitions potentially to, to move into that. My two co-founders are, are producers. Okay. So not yet, production. Mm-hmm. Watch this space or listen to this space. Yeah. Uh, working in the zeitgeist of the explosion and popularity of podcasts, uh, Andy's career has crossed over senior commercial positions at IPC, Time, Global, Prime Site, The Guardian, amongst others. And indeed, we met like 30... Uh, 1986. Um, a long time ago. A long time ago. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I'm, it's, it's interesting what you just said. You, you've got... And I've looked as well. You've got a lot of people that have been on this podcast and you call them all leaders. And it's just interesting that you might put me in that same category. It's almost a bit... I feel I have an awful lot of um, uh, issues with that in personally. Okay. Because I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I always just think I'm just I'm just Goldie. Yeah, but you, you, know? you are just Goldie. <laughs> but you, you've also... You, you've ran big, big divisions. Yes. Big things. You've yes. led people. Yeah. You're a leader. Yes. You're launching and a business. It, and it's... It's flying. And it's an and amazing it's experience. But it's just being put in that kind of category... You know that kind of imposter syndrome that oh, people totally. talk about. Yeah. We're all we're all dealing with it. I think almost every day, you know. And I think this is something we might we we might talk about is 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 just is just believing in yourself, you know, in that respect. So that's that, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Well, let's dive straight into that. So when do you get the validation that the the when is the point reached that you think no, actually, I was right to do that? And I I think. We, I, th- I think the last couple of months, funny enough, on, on, on what we're doing at Adelicious, it's really started to fall into place. Right? That, you talk about the, the validation. Validation for me is like acceptance from others that what you're doing is, is good, right? And it's got a purpose and, it, and, and, and there's a reason for your being. And I think for the first year to 18 months that I was working with everybody, we've got an amazing team at Adelicious, we were really kind of scrapping and fighting to kind of 
get a seat at the table. And I don't necessarily know if we've got the seat at the table yet, but we're definitely being invited into the room a lot more. And uh, I think at some point we'll pull up a chair and we'll be kind of rubbing shoulders with everybody that, that we want to. Um, and I think the validation of, of you know, what we're trying to do at Adelicious and what my role is there is starting to, is starting to fall into place. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been there? So I started in October of 21. Okay, so right in the, the throes of yeah. the dark years. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, the business, the business had already been going for about a year at that point. It was launched in lockdown. So it launched in August of, of 2020 uh, by two guys, uh, a guy called Pascal Hughes and, and, and David Maguire. And they, they are, they're not commercial. They are producers. So they've produced TV shows. They've produced uh, radio shows, etc. So they're on the creative side. And they came up with the idea of Adelicious. But that first year, it was more around building the network up. And then what they needed was was somebody to kind of help move the business forward into that commercial commercial space because that's ultimately what we do at Adelicious. Our job is to is to work with brilliantly produced, like this one, oh. <laughs> premium podcasts. Uh, we're invite only, but to monetize them, so we host them and monetize them. And of course, in order to do that, you need to have a reputation in market that, that brands will want to come and talk to you, that agencies will want to come and talk to you. So really, we got introduced actually um, in the summer of 2020. Okay. So I was talking to David and Pascal for, for two or three months before kind of stepping in. And, and, and it was that whole oh, grappling with going into a genuine startup, having spent my entire career at big publishers big Indeed. brands big like you said at the beginning kind of corporate yeah. environments with with huge support yes you know you've got teams someone to mend the printer someone yeah. to mend the print <laughs> someone to call up and go you know my email's not working yeah, you know yeah. the, you know just basic stuff um you know i want to do uh, i want to put an event on i want to do uh, a marketing campaign i want to anything that you think of in running a business there's always somebody in those yeah. businesses to help you to help you do that we don't have anything like that Genuine startup, yeah. paying the staff, you know, building culture, yeah. building a purpose from scratch has been one of the most amazing, one of the most amazing things to come out, come out of this role. You, you are lighting up as you are describing it. Oh, I? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, 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 we're talking to a lot of people in, in interviewing at the minute to bring them into our startup. And you know, one of the things I have to explain to them is that, you know, you, you, in any other job, you would have a job description that would be very, very clear. Your job description is that, mm-hmm. JFDI, yeah. you know, we've got so many things to do. There aren't the boundaries in place. There aren't the borders. Nobody's running in, in train tracks. That's right. Now, I love that. I love that because I'm just curious about everything. I want my fingers in all the pies and, and you know, maybe at the chagrin of everybody else. But I do yeah. feel that, uh, you know, I add value into it. So, so I'm going to try to. But not everybody likes it. It's a tricky one to get used to. So how did you find it then, coming out of corporate land, like, as you say, you know, big corporations where you've got all the support in place, to then suddenly having, right, go on then, off you go. It's, in, it's a really, I've never been asked the question quite as directly as that. But I know how I feel about it. And I, it, it, the, the point of having train tracks has got an awful lot of benefits 
but it can also be really restrictive. And I think you get to a point, and it doesn't matter where that point is in your career, but you'll come to a point where you feel a little bit restricted in what you're doing. And uh, I'd, I'd, uh, you know, the, the first lockdown was difficult for an awful lot of businesses. I was in, <clears throat> I was at a brilliant, brilliant uh, business at the Guardian. You know, uh, most people in media love the Guardian. Uh, I had a brilliant role. Um, I had a fantastic, I mean, the Guardian is full of some very smart people, but of course it had difficulties, you know, the first lockdown it impacted the business and, and I was one of, you know, a lot of people that were caught up in, in, you know, in that. And so there was a lot of self-reflection coming out of the Guardian and thinking what I wanted to do, but there was two things I, I definitely knew I wanted to do. Number one, I had, I had, I had an experience in audio, but whilst at the Guardian, I was involved more and more and more with the podcast that the Guardian were producing and I I found myself kind of drifting into that wanting to drift into that kind of space a little bit more but also I wanted to kind of set myself free a little bit I felt restricted and actually there was a time to breathe and reflect and you love it and what I've really found is that um, the freedom that you get with being involved in every aspect of, of the business and I'm talking about from the finances and the running of the company through to the front, you know, the, the front of house, you know, the selling, the pitching, but being involved in the whole thing, the look and the feel of the business, the colours, the language that you use, the values that we want to drive, the way we describe ourselves, how we position ourselves in the market. That's all been done by other people and everywhere I've ever worked, even though you sit there and go, I can do that. Oh, you've always had an opinion. You've always been you've always been involved in it in some capacity, but actually being the the the, the, the being the, the driving force behind that has been an incredible release. And I, you know, I I I embraced it at a point where I was almost forced into making a decision. And other people will hit that earlier in their career or sometimes later in their career. It doesn't. I don't think there's there's never a particularly there's never a particular moment where you should have to do that. And some people will happily sit within that corporate environment their entire career and I think had lockdown not happened I might I could absolutely see myself still being you know in that environment right now but probably feeling really frustrated yeah really restricted as well you know really restricted by it being in that swim lane now it's your role Goldie you know and you can bleed in the lines a little bit but don't stray too far exactly because that's my role yes exactly and you mentioned as well the job descriptions um I, you know, it's the first time I've spoken to somebody uh, about joining a business like this and there isn't a job description. Yeah. There just isn't one. Like yeah. you said, J-F-D-I. Yeah. It's, and the, the recruitment that we've had to go on, we've had to build the, the framework of a job description in order to attract talent because yeah. they want to know what this they're doing. This is where the office is, but yeah. you don't work there. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But we've we've had to we've had to make it loose enough, and actually, you know, the the job descriptions that we've <laughs> we've pulled together effectively a paragraph, which is just a very very vague summary of what we need you to do. It's almost like the first thing you need to do every day, but actually, you're all doing everything right. If you've got an idea, if you think there's a new way of doing stuff, or if you think there's a new opportunity, do it. You know, um, I remember. There was uh, a bit of a philosophy we had at um, at Prime Site actually, which was you know, ask for forgiveness, not permission, you know. And it's the first time I think I'd heard anybody kind of talk about that, but it's so true. 
it's so true because otherwise you don't really know how far you can go. And you've got a lot of talented people in businesses that feel restricted. Do you think that you would have um, you would have hit podcasts naturally? Um, you know, looking at the you know the the scope of your career from like Dennis into Global into Prime Site, etc. Was podcasts always something that was was interesting? As though I mean, they've been around for like years now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I do, I do. Um, I mean, I didn't know it maybe ten years ago. Um, we all knew. We I think at ten years ago we were starting to kind of. It was word of mouth, wasn't it? You know, somebody would tap you on the shoulder and go, "Have you listened to this?" I think for me, oh god, most people say the same thing. It was this this podcast that came out of the US called Serial, and that was the one that was like the first big blockbuster, you know, podcast. And I remember being hooked on that, and then finding, trying to seek out and find other ones that kind of gave me that same that same kind of feeling. And then, uh, so we, we, you know, I was just a, I was just a consumer. I was just a you know a fan and. I suppose that kind of true crime, true crime yeah. genre got me into it in, in, in a in a big way, but um, it was really when, as I said, when uh, I arrived at the Guardian, and then about six months or so into that role, um, I got asked to kind of I, I asked into a room, and we we it was a there was a meeting going on, which was basically we've got an idea for a for a daily podcast, and you you worked in audio. It's your job. Brilliant. You worked in yeah. audio. <laughs> you might know what 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 we're doing here. And it, it kind of became like a side a side project there. I suppose the de facto podcast professional at The Guardian, from a commercial point of view, you know, and, and an amazing audio team, the audio visual team at The Guardian producing this content. But it was like learning on the learning on the hoof and having to understand how it was how it was traded, how it was bought, how it was planned, where it would fit in media schedules. So we kind of created a bit of a playbook around it. Um, you know, obviously there's a huge team at the Guardian, but I became like that, that the person on in the commercial team that people would come to, to uh, you know, for advice. And it was it was generally that part of the business that I've had a genuine you know, love for, you know, outside of, you know, the paper itself, the app, you know, the website. And it, it, it was and I think that was the bit where I kind of got this feeling of. I'm involved from the start. I guess then the, ne- the next step from them. I'm oh, sorry, I'm going to put words in your mouth mm. then. But if if that's that fire is lit suddenly about being involved in the start, then you want to do it in your own way rather than filling into yeah. corporate guidelines still. So and that that was the journey. Yeah, wow. and I think that's the that's the fire that, like you say, that's the fire got, that, that got lit. And yes, I got pushed into a point of my career where I was having to make a decision, but I made a conscious decision that I was moving into podcasts. Do you know, right? I think we, we'd been speaking about you going into podcasts before you left The Guardian. Yeah. You know, I, I, I vaguely remember talking about you, know, you and your mates in a garage figuring out whether or not it's going to be either a football podcast or a men's mental health or, you know. That's right. That's yeah. right. We, we were, I was listening. You were listening. <laughs> and I, can't, I can't believe you remember that. I was, we, uh, uh, we were a month away, I think, from starting our own podcast. And it was about parent modern parenting because we were three dads and we all had you know issues you know, of you we know. were kind of all dealing with about bringing up kids today and it was it was the, the decision was you know we're, we're not we're not psychiatrists we're not professionals you know we don't really understand the kind of like the, the science behind this and, and and what have you we just wanted to have an honest conversation and, and then effectively evolve it we even had we'd scoped out a book because you know the podcast was going to be kind of released in chapters and they were going to be chapters of the book etc so I was going to do it as well, step into it. But uh, 
one of them ended up moving into a brand new creative career. One was already a journalist and, got, and landed a new job in journalism. So basically the project's been put on ice uh, indefinitely. Uh, so we, we haven't done it. I think we've kind of missed the boat on that now. But yes, that's exactly. So it, it's not just about a job. It was going to be a life as well. And uh, and I think what's happened with Adelish is it's kind of it's kind of merged all that it's merged all that together. So learning every day of of running a company with brilliant people around me, some incredibly driven, very talented, really smart people um, all around me. You know, we're really flat in 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 that structure. But this is weird. It's the first time I've been talking into a microphone. Is it with really a set of headphones on? Yeah, you, yeah. It's you, quite weird. you sound like you've been doing it all the time. No, you're a natural was, man. I was very scared coming into this studio. I just didn't know what this. You can hear your it's voice. Freaky. The, it's, it's yeah, it's freaky. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got a lot of respect. I mean, I've always had a lot of respect for people who can who can come into a studio and produce excellent content on through through you know for a podcast day in day out, week in week out. Now oh, I'm sat here, it's even you. more. Thank it's you. gone up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well done, Adam. <laughs> uh, other people. Other people. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You sound fantastic, and it does sound like that you've um you, you, you've you've hit a very lucky place in in your career then that you're doing something you're really enjoying it and you're always destined to do and you're running it and you're shaping it and it's growing and it's working um where where's it going next there's a do you know what it's we've got a north star you know we've got a north star the bit that we're grappling with as a as a business right now is is you know we are the whole essence of adelicious is we are that alternative independent business in 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 a what is a in the uk still a burgeoning growing industry in the us you look across the to the atlantic and and you go to the to the to the us it's 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 moving towards a 2 billion dollar industry it's huge and uh, is that including joe rogan's if we, if we take joe rogan's uh, joe rogan's out is it still 2 billion it's 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 i would be, i would assume that's including joe rogan <laughs> but that's an obscenely 
expense. <laughs> very, very big. Well, they, they paid a billion dollars for it, didn't they? I think. Well, I mean, you know, you hear a lot of a lot of numbers of between one hundred and fifty. 250 or oh, even so maybe I mean, even it's north an of that. awful lot of money it's an awful yeah. lot of money uh yeah. but you know it's it's a far more mature market over there so there's a lot of maturation to kind of happen in the uk and in, in, in the podcast market we want to stay the, the, the thing about uh, adalicious is that it's not for every publisher or podcaster we're not the right place because there's a couple of things that make us a little bit different. We want, we effectively see ourselves, as I said, we, I've used the word boutique. I don't know if I particularly like that word, but it's the best way to describe it. We are invite only. We're premium in terms of the audience and the content that we want to, to that we want to represent. But we want to have a personal relationship with everybody that we work with, which means that we become a, effectively a genuine representation of them in the marketplace. At what point do you become? Does that be, do you become too big to, to, to deliver that service? That's the point where we know we're that's it, yeah. because we don't want to become, I suppose, you know, uh, just an identical cookie cutter version of what's already out in the marketplace. Uh, we have uh, to have differentiation. I, I completely agree, and the personal service thing is really important. It's like Jerry Maguire moment, you know. The you know, you, you, you have to have those relationships in place, and we're doing the same thing as our business. That you know, we 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 do have, and we want very senior, very direct relationships and you know, the zip of the organisations to go all the way up so that we're in everybody's face all the time. Um, and I love that. And as soon as you start losing that and you put a kid on the business who's never had any idea of what's going on, you're dead. I, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. We, if we're representing you in the market, we want to talk to you. We want to understand what makes you tick. We want to understand you know, what your boundaries are, what your values are. We want to know... You know, we at the end of the day, you know, Adalicious is a is a monetization business, right? We're here to help podcasters uh, make money for the content that they 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 spend hours hours producing and, and and pouring love and you know their soul into, and 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 it has got value. If we're not if we don't have a relationship with you, we're not we're not going to be giving you the you know the value and the service that you you, you genuinely deserve. So as I said, we're not we're not for everybody, but. But your point about that zipper, we, you know, we we have said no to some. We declined to to pitch for some significantly large publishers that have invited us into an RFP process. But I think what what we knew from the the pitch process was that we weren't that we weren't going to be the right fit. We just weren't going to be that that kind of person. Others, absolutely, that's what they want. They want they want somebody to be a representation of them in the marketplace you know they 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 need that love and that that curation or, or an understanding of what they what they are as a business that's when we will really go for it but we're growing so what's next for us is we've got big ambitions we will probably double this year maybe a bit more than that but again you know we're you know, we're, we're, we're a growing business and, and podcasting is growing in the UK. So that's 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 it. You know, that's got to be the minimum that we do. But we, we you know, we um, we've got ambitions to kind of bring uh, build build out into the US as well. US is already, you know, when, when we launched, US was our biggest market. It was about 70 percent of our revenues. Now it's 50, but it's still growing. It just means the UK has accelerated for us. So we've got to build out the network. So we've got a lot of verticals covered. We do well-being, sport politics history i mean history is a, a huge vertical for us it's probably 
you know, 50% of our lessons come from the history of AIDS. It's amazing Seriously. how many Oh, my God, history is Is this a conspiracy huge. theory thing that's that's <laughs> building out in the in the world at the minute, or is it <laughs> there's, there's you know, just a latent interest in... It's Adam, you would be surprised. When, you, when, we go out to, <laughs> when we go out to some agencies and we talk about, you know, the network and, the, the you know, the, the people that we look after, the podcasts that we look after, and then we say, oh, we've got this podcast in the history space. They're like, you, you, hear, you see people in the room go, I love that podcast. Really? I love that podcast. Or I, I've got three or four history podcasts in my repertoire every week. It's just, it's huge. It's up, it's up there with true crime in terms of like the numbers. Is it really? Uh, it's absolutely enormous. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's brilliant though. It's brilliant to kind of see that. That's an opportunity if you, you know, if you, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you've got a brand that you want, you, you want, you want to hit some big numbers in a place that's, well monetized at the moment but there's space for it you know history is 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 huge so um come and talk to us you mentioned at this the start as well um you know what's do you do production as well you know uh, my two co-founders as as i think i mentioned are in the production side of of the industry they independent of adalicious they've got their own they've got their own businesses um it's something we've talked about we don't we don't do it yet um but adalicious originals yeah. Has a nice ring to it. Well, it, it, it's a, it, it's a natural next step as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, amazing. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Um, but we've got yeah we've got a number of we've got a number of plans in place, and uh, we we feel we feel well positioned. I think again to be that kind of as I said that really strong independent independent voice in the market. Delighted that it's going so well, and it, it, it's great. It's great. To, you're absolutely beaming. <laughs> it, it, it's lovely. Um, right. So given that you are. You're growing, you're expanding, you're launching new products, you've got a pipeline of ideas ahead, you've got content that's going to be produced and delivered, blah, blah, blah. Lots of really, really cool things going on. Um, you're clearly in a place that you're happy. You've made a decision in your career that, it, that is right for you and for your progression and everything. Now that you're in it and you're looking out in the world and you're seeing other people, you know, lots of people being forced into making decisions and indeed those who are not, what would you say to people who are considering potentially going off and launching their own thing? If I was talking to myself two, what, within two years ago or something like that, it would have been a case of trust yourself, believe in yourself, just do it. Because if you're in that mindset and you're thinking about doing it, the, the reality is that it's probably what you really want to do. And if it's something that you really want to do, you're going to give it that little bit more. And I think that there's an awful lot of there's an awful lot of self-doubt in everybody. So if you're sitting there going, can I do it? The, the, the reality is you, you can, right? But the other advice is the practical stuff is you've got to be prepared to put the time and the effort in. Nothing comes to you. When I was working at The Guardian, we used to say that, you know, the, the brands walk to the door, you've got to represent that brand and you've got to, stay, you know, you're, you've, got to, you've got to be that brand when you walk to the door. When you're working for yourself or when you're working for a startup, there's no reputation. Yep. You know, it's all about you. And you've you've got to get the doors open. You've got to kick them open. Whatever it is that you've got to do to get them open, you've got to walk through. So you've got to be prepared to 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 kind of you know you've got to leave your ego at the door, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, you yes. know? oh my god, but it's really hard. It's really hard. Take everything personally and yeah. Yeah. Big absolutely. big time. You really do. And because all of a sudden you've got to realise that, you know, you're fighting, you know, we're, call us a media owner. We're not. We don't own any of the media we represent, but call us a, an old-fashioned media owner. You know, we're fighting with 4,000 
four and a half thousand other media owners in the marketplace. You know, we've got to understand that, you know, that kind of share of voice. We've got to shout louder. You've got to you've got to be prepared to work that little bit harder. And when I talk about, you know, leaving your ego at the door, it's you do take knockbacks personally. But also, you know, this isn't a case of I'll only talk to the senior members of the, you know, the media agency. You've got to talk to everybody. Yeah, you've got absolutely. to pick up the phone. Everybody you've got to be pushing, pushing. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, it's it's. I would say believe in yourself, you know, you've because you, you know, if you if you're in that mindset and you think I've got an idea, you can do it. You can do it. Get some good advice. You know, talk to everybody. Yeah. You know, um, whether you've got a mentor or not, whether you call them a mentor or not, you know, you you are on a journey here with this podcast yeah. to kind of learn, which is which is amazing. Um but be prepared Jackson, to take can advice. you edit that bit out and turn that into an ad and make it sound <laughs> even better than everything else? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I hate my voice sound good. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's about you know being prepared to take advice, you know, constructive criticism. Um, you don't get everything right first time. Be prepared to change your direction. You know, you've you've got a plan. Adapt, evolve, and it's constant. It's constant. You know. Um, we're too small to to have what you know an old fashioned senior leadership team, but if we had one, we are talking every day, multiple times a day, and we change direction three or four times a day on ideas and all all, all, all kinds of stuff. And uh, you know, but as you know, you you are the top of your business, right? You know, the buck stops with you, and you've got to make decisions. And you know, if you've made a decision, you've got to stick stick to it. Yeah. But be be prepared to kind of. You know, take that advice. I think a bad decision is better than no decision. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Um, it's the one thing I've learned is 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 uh, you're you're not always right. And you're not always the smartest person in the room as well. What? No, no, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's um, you're absolutely right. I think the one thing that I, I would add to that is that you're not a designer. Um, and you know, I, I think I've got a bit of a, an artistic flair sometimes, but I'm not a designer, and I don't. You know, you get drawn into making it look pretty when there is always somebody that can do that better. So focus on what it is you're supposed to be doing. I I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I, I think I've got a, another motivator, and we we spoke about this. Um, I don't know, about a month ago, I think, when we had a coffee in the Groucho, that um, I'm turning 50 in 331 days, not that it's a significant <coughs> thing in the back of my head at all. Um, and it was always a a um, a beacon for me, I think. And, you know, you, you kind of look back and you analyse things every few years and every 10 years significantly. And I wanted to be able to explain to my kids when they asked me, what do you do? That I can say that this is what I've built and this, this is what I've done. And I don't know whether that's an ego thing or a need to have something that I've produced or a legacy or something. But certainly for me, that's, that's a massive motivator into doing it, making it work. That hit you as well? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, uh, my kids... They understand what I do because you know it's a weird industry to explain to other people what you do, right? Yeah, and do you put those things, those ads, in the way of everything that I want to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're really annoying. Mm. Uh, I think they were a bit younger when I first started working at the garden. I used to say uh, I was a paperboy, <laughs> uh, 
uh, is what they what they used to say. But yeah, now it's it is a case of that, and I think that it's it is a it is a lovely thing to be able to turn around to your children and say, you know, this is this is what we've built. Yeah, this is what we built. This is where we started. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And and uh, you do want them to look up to you and feel proud. Yeah, you know what you what you've done, rather than. You just <laughs> hang on a minute. You're littering all the content I love with ads. Your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Ruining that podcast? Yeah, it doesn't ruin it. It enhances the experience. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes you pester us for something else. But yes. there we go. Yes. So you're in a good place. Yeah, I think you know, you know, emotionally, professionally, um, yeah, it's the it's probably the most fulfilled I've felt. You know, I've 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 been lucky because I've worked for some amazing brands you know i was working at the nme in my 20s oh dream you know and yeah. you know enemy awards and gigs and 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 uh, going to some some amazing places at a point in my life where it was just you know it was just fantastic worked at global you know representing these huge national brands and 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 and, uh, and building it you know my first taste of Feeling like you're working for a genuine challenger at Prime Site under Narend was 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 brilliant. That was a taster of you know we were we were number four in the market, but we were distant fourth, and that was yeah that 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 I, what I learned if anything there was you know the the true value of culture in a business, uh, right. and then and then being able to work for the for the Guardian have have been have been you know fantastic. I've loved everywhere, but in terms of per personal fulfilment, this is this is just a it's different awesome. just a different place. Amazing. Doesn't the, the others don't compete in that respect? Lovely and, and amazing as they were, and you know, I I've got a lot of respect for everybody that at, at, at those brands, and I loved every minute. It's just from a personal point of view, it just feels different. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, that feels like a very natural and very nice way to round off. Uh, Thank you. Dude, lovely to see you. Um, I guess I'll catch you for a pint in the boot and slipper later. Yeah? Very very likely. Thank you for listening to Let's Do The Right Thing in association with RadioWorks, the UK's largest independent radio advertising agency. Let's Do The Right Thing is a Maple Street Creative production, devised and presented by Adam Hopkinson. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.